Welcome to Passionate People Podcast, created by developers for developers. If you have enjoyed this episode, please tune in to the next one by following us or subscribing to this channel. On this episode, we hear from Maria Lamardo. Maria is a front-end engineer at Pendo, a speaker and Vue.js community partner. Among the many topics that were discussed during this conversation, some of the more noteworthy ones were a typical day in her life as a front-end engineer, her passion for web accessibility, and how she views the future of front-end development. Hello and welcome. This is Harris and Chris from Passion People with Maria Lamardo here at UJS Amsterdam, right on the backstage. So welcome to Amsterdam and tell us how do you like it here this year? Hey, thanks for having me. Um, it's been very, very nice conference and everyone has been super, super nice. I love it. Uh, is there something uh, different year to year uh, coming here? This is actually my first year attending. So. All right. I thought uh, you seem so familiar that I thought <laughs> and, and friendly with everyone here. It seemed like, oh, yeah, you probably were here last year as well. Yeah, no, I've just gotten to meet the other speakers at other conferences and it's been really nice. Yeah, you seem very, nice. uh, like a... Right, right at home here with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you're part of the family already. Yeah, yeah, I mean, also the view community lends itself to that. People True. in the community are very, very nice and welcoming. True. Uh, how do you experience UJS uh, Amsterdam helping uh, view community? Is it happening? Is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the days we gathered up all the people kind of around the world that came in for the conference that are part of like the view community. And we kind of did a lot of brainstorming sessions on like how we can improve the community and how we can uh, get a lot more um, members like involved in the community. And it was a really, really good session. Yeah. Nice. That's really cool. So this year you're here as the first time speaker. Yes. What are you going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about content loading that isn't broken, so accessible content loading and uh, making sure that people who are using assistive technologies are able to navigate your applications uh, and have no problems. So accessible routing and um, content loading. Yeah. Cool. That's nice. It's, it's like accessibility is becoming one of those talking points in our community that's more and more shifting to the forefront. So what do you see the Vue.js community doing to make accessibility more accessible for developers? Well, I definitely want to work a lot more on the documentation side so that users, uh, well, so developers know uh, how they should be implementing it uh, and why. I feel like uh, it's like a lack of understanding how the technologies work together and like why you need certain things. It's not necessarily that people don't care. They just don't know why it's necessary or like what really is necessary for certain assistive technologies to work. Looking forward to that. It's going to be very interesting. Well, yeah. maybe tell us and uh, our listeners um, what does your typical day look like? What, how does your uh, how, how how does your developer life? Right. Yeah, so I am a front-end engineer at Pendo, and we're a business-to-business -business analytic company, and um, I am on the guides team. So I create a, a part of the application that we sell uh, that kind of embeds itself into users' applications uh, in order to give uh, their customers a better user experience and help them navigate their, their site. Right. And uh, what has made you grow the most over the last years in your uh, developer career? Um, well, uh, I have a really big passion for web accessibility. Uh, so definitely kind of being an advocate for that uh, has really made me 
um, grow in this space because I feel like it, it's not a topic that is often spoken about. And when it is, it's very um, kind of like a broader scope uh, rather than how would, how do we implement this accessibility techniques and, and what does that mean? What does the user experience look like rather than uh, why we should care and the guidelines, which are rarely available, but... Um, I feel like the techniques and the user experience side of things have hasn't been explored enough and taught enough. So I think that um, I, I've been pa passionate and lucky enough to kind of find my way in in that way. All right. Are there other uh, passions you have in development uh, area? Well, I'm really passionate about building a really good community. So I actually um, run a couple of meetup groups in my area and I am very involved in the VUE community. So I'm the uh, worldwide events manager for VUE Vixens as well as the chapter leader for that. And um, it's been really good working um, with people around the world about uh, how do they handle events and uh, helping people run workshops and things like that. And it's been really, really great, like just seeing development in a more personal level. And just like that people connection. And it's been really nice. <laughs> so what is it about these events then that makes it more personal, in your opinion? Yeah, so um, so for example, like the meetups I run, I tend to, yes, like we are focusing on technology, but I come at it like we are, like my, my point of doing that is to build a community, right? So So I do try to put like the human first and just make sure that people are having a good time and that uh, it's not just like, oh, Everybody come in, everybody be quiet. We're talking about this one topic. It's more like, hey, we're all learning together. Like, if you have questions, please ask. Like, let's talk about it beforehand. Let's talk about it after. Like, we're all kind of like, you know, it's very communal. <laughs> um, and I really like that. And and then when I run uh, workshops, I do that as well. So everybody has a say. Like, hey, if you find something that you would like to see in the workshop, please let us know. We would love to learn what you want to, like, learn more about. And um, if you have better ideas, like, we could always add it. Um, so it's very um, kind of interactive. Like, I want to get people more in engaged and involved rather than, oh, let me just tell you what I know. And that is it. <laughs> nice. And does it actually work, like being more interactive? Do you get a good response from your audience? Yeah. So the last uh, workshop that I did was two days ago for View Vixens. And it was a workshop on uh, an accessibility game, actually. It's, it's how to build the application that I'll be giving a talk about today. Really? And uh, yeah, and then I had uh, this girl in uh, the workshop actually did a PR for it as we were running the workshop, which is like, oh, I have this suggestion. And that's awesome. That's exactly what that I want to see. Fantastic. Yeah. So what do you think something like that would work on stage in a room with 1,250 people? Oh, I'll get dozens of requests. That would like, sound like getting, <laughs> like getting pull requests in. Like, I mean, hey, I, uh, I have a suggestion here. Uh, <laughs> I'll have the network uh, yeah. problems. Uh, who knows? It actually sounds like a really interesting concept, having that in your yeah. presentation. Like, hey, we now have five minutes for PR. Show me what you can do or yeah. contribute. Or That's a great idea. Yeah. So, so in half an hour, we're going to see that. <laughs> or is it pushing it a bit too much? Oh, you know, I have to prepare. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. How long do you prepare your uh, public talks usually? Yeah, so it's funny because like I'll, I'll have an idea of a topic. And like, uh, before I submit a proposal or anything, I will think like, oh, I would love to explore this more. Or like, oh, I've been really interested about this in the last couple of weeks, but how would I implement it in this way? So I'll submit that talk and then kind of think about it. Uh, you know, if it's months before the event, I'll think about it for a couple of months and like, 
every day I'll think about it a little bit more like, oh, I know how to do that. Oh, I know how to do this part. But I won't start building it until like a lot closer to the event. And then that's where I kind of like heads down. Nobody talk to me like I'm just like in the zone building this. Um, and it's really cool. I, I, I really love that aspect of uh, public speaking because I get the ability to explore things that I don't normally do in my day-to-day -day job, right? Um, or like explore it a little bit further in like different use cases. And um, yeah, hopefully provide different uh, opportunities to apply different types of web accessibility and like different implementations of it because not everybody's applications is going to look the same. So you let the, uh, the public speaking to push you a bit into uh, exploring some areas of yeah. development. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, clearly, you have a lot of expertise on front-end technologies. Um, could you describe your uh, relationship with back-end technologies? Uh, <laughs> don't say you hate PHP. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't uh, done a lot of back-end. Um, I dabbled in Python a little bit. I did like this data science course, uh, but not not a lot. Uh, haven't explored the Node.js? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I used to do... I'm going to say, quote unquote, full stack at my previous job, but it was mostly front end. But yeah, we worked on um, with Node. Yeah. All right. Uh, what has made you grow the most over the last uh, years? Uh, well, I'm very motivated to learn. I feel like I get very excited about uh, new things that come out. <laughs> um, and every time I'm like uh, starting a side project, I also like that about running meetups. It's like... Um, trying to explore new things to teach and learn and like get people excited gets me really excited about learning new things. So I will um, have someone come and speak about like animations. And then I'm like, oh man, like I really want to get into Illustrator and then try to like animate SVGs and it has nothing to do with uh, my day-to-day -day job. But then I'll like kind of do that for like a whole weekend obsessively. And then, I don't know, it's really nice like to just be able to kind of Try a little bit of everything and explore. And, and learn from it. Yeah, it's yeah. Probably it helps you also in your day-to-day -day job later on. Mm -hmm. um, what has been your biggest mistake in the software engineering so far? I would say uh, not being true to my passions. So um, I clearly have a very big passion for web accessibility. And I think that um, I, I'm at a point where like I just have to accept that and then just kind of move towards it, like running. And then kind of, uh, I, I often get very excited about learning new things. And then I get a little bit distracted about like my passion, I would say. And sometimes it's like, okay, no, yeah. Like I know already what I want to pursue a lot. Um, so being able to focus on that and giving myself time and the opportunity to focus on that, that's that's something that I could be, <laughs> that could improve. It's clear that you have like a, an amazing passion for web accessibility or accessibility in general. What would be the dream future for you there? Oh, well, I maybe this sounds very hopeful, but um, I, I hope that through my advocacy of web accessibility, I don't think that this is something that I will necessarily do, but that I will be able to reach someone out there, maybe in the future, right, that they get encouraged and they, you know, like build the next greatest tool that accessibility has ever seen or the best gap in assistive technology and how it works with browsers or people who are um, working on browsers and how they um, support certain screen readers. Like if somebody in one of those teams like gets like, oh my gosh, this would be great. Like I learned this from this talk somewhere and like, I'm gonna, I had this idea to implement it this way. And like, it makes a big change in the industry. Like 
that sounds amazing. Like to me, that's like being able to reach someone who might have a bigger impact than I can possibly have. How do you see a front-end development future in general? Where is it going? Is it great? Ooh, so interesting. Uh, last year I was at ViewConf and I saw Sarah Drashner speak and uh, she gave a talk and I remember like my, e my eyes teared up because her talk was so, it, it was kind of like the future of front-end and how like virtual reality was kind of coming to play and like this like what we thought, what we think our websites, you know, like on your screen are going to be this interactive things that come alive in your world. And um, that would be awesome to see become a reality. Well, let us finish with the fun question we ask all our speakers. Oh, yes. The final question. The most Ooh. important question, I think. It's always the most important. It tells you so much about what type of person you are, you see. Would you do the honors, Harris? Sure. So when you're coding intensively, when you're in your zone, which is the drink of your choice at the moment? Actually, water. <laughs> no. Yeah. There are no wrong answers. No. We get all answers across the spectrum, <laughs> from, from whiskey to water. That's still in the W, though. So whiskey, whiskey, water. Yeah, water, you know. It's so almost yeah. the same thing. Well, They're um, both a liquid. Alphabetically. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about the alcohol percentage. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> very different. different. <laughs> very different. <laughs> Just water. Just water, Just yeah. Just water. Just water. So okay, so, so when you're not coding, what's your favorite drink of choice? Also water. Also water. That's <laughs> very wow. healthy. You're very you're consistent. Oh, yeah, I'm very consistent. Very consistent. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, chatting with us. It was a pleasure. I uh, hope your talk uh, goes great. And yeah, enjoy the rest of the speakers here. Thank you. Likewise, looking forward to it. Thanks. Right. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye.